0: Hey, everybody, this is Mr. Big Mouth, a.k.a. Dante, in the house. It is a beautiful day, and I am still in covert, but it's a good covert. And I have a beautiful, beautiful guest that I've been waiting to in, to, to just interview and talk mad shit for so long. My home girl, Reed. What up, Ree?
1: What's up? How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. I am... I am covert I'm I'm kinda not tipsy but ready because uh you see the the bottle. I'm drinking right out the bottle. I don't wanna use a glass. And, I see that. Yeah, I see you and your Starbucks. Yes.
1: Three shots. Three shots of espresso. Oh
0: shit. So, uh, so are you like super hyper now?
1: Yeah, I mean I you know, I started tipping this um as soon as I knew we were
0: gonna get on the call. Mm-hmm. So what, what 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 was this weekend like? What did you do this weekend?
1: What did I do this weekend? So, I finally started working out again mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. You, you, I had not been working out, not gonna lie. But that's because, like, I was ha- so I haven't been working out for like six months. I was having issues with my left breast. Okay. After, yeah, so I had breast augmentation in November. Okay. And long story short, sure, I had capsular contracture on my left breast, just pretty much like scar tissue capsule that forms around the implant and it like constricts it and it caused like a lot of pain yeah So working out was a fucking pain in the ass so Mm -hmm. i ended up having to like start looking for remedies online and and i didn't want to have to get like surgery again yeah so which is usually the route people take to just you know do the revision surgery and call it a day Mm -hmm. but i really hate going under under the knife so i decided to like find something Mm non-invasive and i started seeing um uh, a physical therapist that is familiar with capsular contracture and also um, a massage therapist. So between um, those two techniques, I've been remediating a lot of the pain and I finally started working out yesterday. I went to go see a trainer
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, yeah, he's going to put my ass back into shape, even though I'm, I'm not doing too bad these days still.
0: But... Sure the fuck you're not, because when you came out I said, I haven't been working out since November, they ain't not a damn thing I see. That you have to... Oh, my... And, and you're wearing a fucking short shirt, and you look good, and you just... Girl, bye. Girl, bye. You're so nice. Thank you. Listen. Man. I appreciate that. Listen. Well, some, uh,
1: you know, I have been, like... I've been closing my mouth a lot, meaning I have not been putting a lot of things in there,
0: like, food-wise. I put a lot of things... <laughs> in, listen, I put a lot of things in my mouth. I don't give a fuck. Fuck, As long as it's clean. Oh, for real. <laughs> I really, I we're have to get
2: there. We
0: will definitely be getting there. Listen, <laughs> I, I already tell. Uh, I'm telling you. Speaking about about weekends and putting things in mouth, so I have to just tell you. So that story, real quick. So I sat down there, and I want to go back to what you were talking about about your, su- your surgery. So we, we're gonna get back there, but you know, on, on on another note of our weekend, I I went to my friend's house in the Heights. And, um, I was like, you know, I, I need to get a run in, you know, let me put my basketball shorts on, go do my run, whatever. So, I'm in the Heights, in the park, doing my run. So, I'm doing my run, I'm doing my run, I'm doing my run. And this is literally yesterday, right? Uh. I will be telling the story again. So, I'm doing my run, and I see a whole group of guys some by a tree. So, I'm like, what the fuck they doing? Like, they doing, coke? Then I seen heads moving and asses moving. I said, they are fucking. I said, oh Wait, my. Wait, in public? Yes, at night. Like, it was not, not even at oh. night. It was like it was like early morning, late night. So, it was like, I took my run like 4.30 in the morning. Because I'm an early oh, bird.
1: Damn, all
0: right. Yeah, I'm an early bird. It's crazy.
1: I like that shit. I'm here
0: for it. So, I did my run. So I was like, oh, what are they doing? Being the pervert that I am. So I stopped mm-hmm, by so- a by a bench and I act like I'm stretching. Oh, this run is like so crazy. Oh my God. <sighs> when I'm really saying, oh my God, that sex orgy is so hot. Yes, I'm here for it. Wait,
1: it was more than one person?
0: It was more, like than, more than one than person. More than two people, I mean. It was like group. It was like a group session under the tree. It was like it was like Adam and Adam under the tree, like for real. All they needed was an apple. Oh it was mad. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. All I, right. So this is this this is this was so nasty. So then um me I see another guy running, right? As he's running, he looks at me and grabs his dick, right? So I'm like, oh don't play this because I can play the whose big dick game is here. So I grab my shit. So now we run together, right? We're doing a run together. With our mask on, talking shit. So, in my mind... Yes, I know. I know. It's it's, it's like a... But you don't know
1: who this guy is. I
0: don't know who he is, but his body was lit. You just
1: start running together. We
0: just started running. Like, it was like a cat and mouse chase. It was really hot. So, then we... I fucking can't. Listen. So, we run to, like, the dark... Like, a dark area. Because, like, it's like 4 in the morning. So, the sun didn't fully come up yet, right? So, now... We're playing like, well, whose dick is blah, 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 doing the whole play play. So I pull it out. Bang. And then this short motherfucker starts going in. It goes to a whole suck fest. He sucks. He sucks. He does all this nasty shit. It was so hot. The best part of it, as we're in the middle of fucking, (laughs) right, mind you, I came out in the middle. I was like, I don't want to do this because I can't fuck you because I don't got no condom. So I, he was like, oh no, I always come prepared. I said, okay. Oh
1: my God.
0: I said, okay. So he said, so he had, listen, <laughs> so he has the condom, put the condom on. We have it oh I, so I said, I said, <laughs> so I said, do you have lube? He looks at me like from behind us, like, I don't need lube. I was like, oh, wait!
1: I didn't, so I didn't get to hear. Wait, wait, you wait. Who's wearing the condom? Me. Okay.
2: Oh my god.
0: Yeah. And he's like, I don't need lube, and I'm like, oh my god, with with a Dominican <sighs> accent, and I'm like, oh my god. So we get it in as we're having sex. It starts pouring rain. I said, if this was only the nastiest, most freakiest, most best porn I've ever been in, in my entire life, mm-hmm. and let people know, no, I'm not really doing porn. I'm just saying that this is like a porn. It was so hot. Like, I don't even know. It was just hot.
1: You got me beat.
0: You got me beat. It was hot. It was just like... I was like, yo, this is some, like, real freaky-ass shit. And then after, we just started talking about, you know, Latin cultures and ignorance and stuff. like that. I said, well, how the hell we get from running to fucking to talking about life? Now, that's a real porn. So, that was my weekend. <laughs>
2: that,
1: that's fucking crazy. I'm not surprising though. You are in New York, so... <laughs> It, That's that sounds like a good time. It, it, like I said, you got me beat. Damn, that doesn't that doesn't even sound like real. You know that right? It doesn't. No, <laughs>
0: that doesn't even sound. I'm I'm so serious. Like I've... I
1: know you're serious. You're not. You are one of the most honest people I know. But I'm <sighs> saying that. Like it just like it sounds so
0: like unreal. <laughs> I know, but that sex was awesome. I was like, this is one of the best. What sex. was he? Huh?
1: Latino. He was Latino. He was
0: Dominican. Yeah.
1: That bitch was running around with a condom. You know, that motherfucker is like, that motherfucker went out. Listen, first of all, I mean, how like nasty can it be right now? Mm. You're going around, you're running around with a condom in your pocket, knowing that there's a possibility that you're going to get fucking banged. Mm. And I don't know about you, but you know, like there are some certain things that need to be done prior to.
0: (laughs) That's what I'm saying.
1: So that I, motherfucker
0: needed, that motherfucker went out there with a, what a, mission. MO. He
2: had a mission. Mm-hmm. Okay?
0: But, um, yeah, that shit was cra- crazy. Like, you know, like I said, I'm not, like, it wasn't like, oh, my God, you have a condom? Oh, like, I kind of knew the deal. Like, now, if he would have pulled out lube, then I would have been, like, super, like, whoa. Like, you ready to get fucked today.
1: Well, but, sure, after a certain time, you don't need, to, you don't need no damn lube after you, uh, you know. You've all been around the block a few times. You just kind of... A... <laughs> no pun intended. After you ran around the block a few times, you know what I mean. You don't really need that anymore. Listen, I, mean, I wouldn't know. I'm just saying. Not that I judge, by the way. To each their
0: own. <laughs> listen, listen. I, I just. How is that? Listen, Linda. Listen. It's. The, I was like, fuck. That's like. That's crazy. But yeah, that that was that was my weekend. That was my little horish weekend. Um crazy oh, pornist so yeah <laughs> yeah but on another note so being a beautiful woman that you you are and going through this surgery yes going through the surgery um you know I, I didn't ex- I didn't tell say anything yet but to let my fans know that you are a trans woman correct
1: yes Yes. I
0: am. And she's a bad bitch. Like for real, for real. Like, like for real. Them titties are sitting up, they just like ready. They they, <laughs> they just ready. Oh, it's, they ready, baby. Yes, they ready. They're they're, ready. they're
1: getting fixed, they're
0: ready. <laughs> How what was that experience like of you know having to go through that whole process? Well, first of all, let's talk about the process of the breast surgery because like I don't know anything about like what you said, the augmentation and all that mm. stuff, the, the after um situations. Just to just for somebody who's who's thinking about the process of, you know, doing breast surgery and trying to understand it.
1: So with me, like with my breast augmentation, honestly, like. When I started transitioning, like, I was reading so many things about, like, one, should you be doing this part, you know, like, asking hormones, like, how much, how sooner, can, how soon can you get, like, a breast augmentation, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I remember, like, I just started looking through plastic surgeons just to get, like, an idea of, like, where, who's doing what these days, and, like, who has the expertise in working with men or whatever, you know, all that stuff. Mm. Um, so I ended up finding a doctor in New York and um, in Albany, and he's fucking amazing. He's worked on trans before, so I felt really comfortable with him. Um, he, you know, pretty much like told me that I would have some like, uh, what you might call it, like I, I, I first like he gave me like the green light. Like I was ready to like go ahead and do a breast augmentation. That I've been on hormones for X amount of time. I'm already, I already had enough breast tissue formed from the hormones. Okay. And um, I was like really fucking nervous though, like mm. nervous. You know when they when I got approved, when I got approved to get my breast augmentation, I had to get approved from like my primary care doctor. I had to get a letter from my gender identity therapist. Okay. Um, I had to get a letter from who else was there? My endocrinologist, who distributes my hormones. Okay. So I had to get all those three letters to give it to my plastic surgeon and say like okay like i'm ready you know to get the breast augmentation done um when it was time literally from august is when i got approved by my insurance which they're trying to screw me over now but you know what that's for like that's probably for like another topic because then i'll get really heated if i talk about that no right we now. don't want you to get still heated. dealing with that right now um yeah so they had approved it and other backtracking which is a hot mess mm-hmm. um anyway so then i had my breast augmentation in november but like leading up to that, I was really nervous. I was having like a really hard time finding anyone to like take me to go get like my breast augmentation. Like I was just man, it was just like uh it was stressful, you know, I was like but I was I was like excited and nervous at the same time. Yeah. And and I'll be honest with you, like for a long time I wondered, like I was like, you know, I was like how am I gonna feel? Right? Like after I do it. Yeah. Like there's always that thought, like you know it's, it's always that like that one really small thought wondering like is this what you know I really want to do do mm. I just want to not have, you know what I mean like yeah. it was a big fucking deal and I just remember like the day of the surgery you know I was with my friend who finally like you know he was awesome he took me and I spoke to him and everything and my emotions were all over the place and I just remember the doctor coming in he's like we're ready for you and he's like, you know, when you wake up, you know, you're gonna see yourself. And I was like, okay. And I was like really nervous, whatever. Surgery was done. I woke up. <laughs> that was a pivotal moment for me. Because when I woke up, like I was literally sitting down on a chair. I was mm. sitting down like on a chair like this when I woke up. I wasn't even like laying down, I was sitting down. I don't know how they managed to get me to sit down.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and when I looked down
0: It's called dope. <laughs>
1: Fucking saw them, and I was like, I started crying because I was like, "Holy shit!" Mm. Like this was it, you know? Like this is what I've always wanted, you know? Like I always knew it. Obviously, mm. it's one thing to know what you want. Something it's one thing to actually go through with it. You know what yeah. I mean? And to actually like take the action. So when I saw myself, like I just started crying. and I was like, "Wow!" Like thank God, you know? Like I felt, I don't know, I just felt so great. I always want to like, I always like tear up thinking about it, like you know, cause it was such a great moment. Yeah. Um, and whatever, like there was just that day, like it was, it was a process. I remember I went home so my friends took me home and I literally could not do anything for a few weeks. Uh, like, you know, me, I love to wait, I love to like, lift weights. I love to run. I'm yeah. very active, you know, marathon and everything. And I just love to stay fit. And it was hard cause I couldn't do any of that. And you know, there's, it's not only like, um, uh, for trans women, all types of women that you know do their breast augmentation would understand like how, not paralyzing, but how like you know how temporary it is that you just can't really move around and you have to really ask people for help and shit. Especially, so,
0: especially when you're independent, uh, like your, especially when you're independent like yourself and very active.
1: Yeah, it was it was hard for me. I think. Yeah, it was it was hard for me to like, you know, it was not hard for me to find people that want to help me. Mm. One thing I will say is I have a shit ton of like people that love me and support me. And mm. you know, I'd be lying if I said like nobody loves me, nobody supports me, which is not true. Mm. You know, I have a lot of love back in like New Jersey, New York City. Like those are like my people up there, the Northeast. Down here, it's a whole different story though.
0: I'm Ooh, in Florida uh, now. <laughs> oh, okay. You're in Florida now. I'm uh. in
1: Orlando, Florida now, and um, yeah, it's a whole it's a whole another ball game. <sighs> um well we could we, could get, to that. Yeah, we could we'll get, get that yeah
0: we'll eventually. get to the <laughs> get there
1: so so yeah um but yeah I mean you know I pretty much just went through the healing process and unfortunately um I mean everything happened so fast like I had my breast augmentation in November I had the opportunity to transfer for work down here to Orlando in February
2: mm-hmm.
1: so that was December January I mean that was November, December, and January. That was three months of like just being over there. Couldn't work out for like a whole month. You know, it was just like there was so much shit going on that it was like it, it all happened so quickly. Before you know it, I'm like down here and then everything's happening out there in the world and now like we're had to stay in here. Mind you, like I had just gotten this big surgery and I'm like trying to move and everything. It was it was a lot,
2: man. Yeah.
0: It
1: was a whole fucking
0: lot. So yeah. what what um have you had? What have you seen during the time of that period, like going through that surgery, and then now, boom, COVID happened, and these these deaths and all this craziness. What ha- have what have you experienced yourself, or how, how has that affected you? Um. Well, I feel like you know the, the
1: the experience that I'm having, the experience that I've had right now, has been very. Maybe not me because I have met other people that have like um, moved down here from other places during this whole craziness. Um, but like m- for me, moving down here to Florida where nobody knew me and I don't really know anyone. I don't know anybody, mm-hmm.
2: you know,
1: and the few couple people that I did know, you know, like I haven't even seen them yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so moving down here, not knowing anyone and all this like craziness happening, like I felt very, <laughs> um, I was afraid like fucking just simply afraid because I went from a place where I had resources everywhere. Meaning like if I needed this, I know who to call. If I needed a lawyer, if I needed somebody to help me move or if I needed somebody to like, get me like a good doctor, a good chiropractor, you know, like just anything, a veterinarian for my dog. Like I had everything set up. So when you move down here, you don't know anybody. And now like in my head, regardless of me being of regardless of me being, you know, passable, like, I still get nervous, you know, I have those moments where I'm like, are people going to clock me when I go out? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I I go to that fear of just like, okay, I'm in an unknown place, nobody knows me. Is anyone going to clock me? Thankfully, nobody fucking clocks me. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But, um, so there was that fear when I got down here, but it was also exciting because nobody knew me, and I'm able to live comfortably, and, you know, nobody, you know, like, um, like we had spoken before, before I moved down here, I was dealing with a lot of, like, people who were holding on to, like, the old me, yeah. you know, and, and I had already been, like, in fucking point Z, and everyone, some people are still, like, in point C, yeah. point D, and I'm, like, in D. So, um, when I got down here, it was, like, I'm in point D, it, no, you know, no, if, ands, or buts, unless I had to take out my ID, because mm. <laughs> I haven't updated that shit, you know?
0: What, how, how? Um, how is that um process of getting ready to update and date like? Is that like a big strain?
1: Oh my god, I'll be honest with you. I haven't even looked into it because, like, <laughs> I really should. Like, I really should. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm always afraid of getting pulled over. <laughs> but I got pulled over once him in Jersey, right? Uh, and this is before I even had my breast augmentation. And uh, when the cop pulled me over, he was like, I showed him, you know, my, my previous idea. He was like, who is this? I was like, it's me. And he's like, oh, he's like, he's like, I knew this didn't make any sense. He's like, I ran your plates. I saw it belonged to, you know, this person. And then when I pulled you over, I'm like, this is not who this person is. And I'm like, nope, it's me. And then I showed him my military ID, which got even, like, more uncomfortable because I literally had no hair in the military ID. <laughs> and, but he was, like, so fucking cool about it, that cop, I won't lie. Like, he was really dope. He was, like, Sergeant Hernandez, you need to update this shit ASAP. He's like, you look great, by the way, but update your fucking shit already. <laughs> I
0: you love know? it. I yeah, love it. Yeah, he
1: happened to be prior military. So, nice. you know, we had that, like, camaraderie, thankfully.
0: Nice, nice, nice. Um that's so interesting to say because i hear a lot so i'm going to get on youtube i hear a lot of um trans women and also trans men saying that it's really hard sometimes to update their id depending on where they live and the um the attitudes that they get when they go to the dmv and and, and go through that that um do that change you know what i'm saying so definitely please get your 'cause cuz i think that's one of the most important you know what I mean? Because I would never want to hear any situation because you have an asshole cop, especially in these days now. This fucking hair, especially these these days, awesome. yeah, my, my hair's a mess. <laughs> you see the shit sticking up in that? I, so, and I have a condition, right? That's the only reason why I have it like this. And then I'm going to wash it out and then get it braided. So it's just like a whole mess. Anyway, I know it looks like somebody came, nutted in my head. That's why. But, um, <laughs> nothing wrong with that I mean it doesn't look like that, but it doesn't wrong with that well, it's protein, so yeah, um <laughs> but, um, yeah, like I've heard stories of how it, it's really, really h- hard to get that done, so please, if you could get, if you could come back to um Jersey and get your stuff done where you know people are cool and knock it out because Florida, they're a whole different type of people.
1: Honestly, it's. I feel like it's more like that, like in Central Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, this is where everybody gets a fucking twisted. They're like, "Oh, there's a big gay community here." I'm like, "Yeah, that's right. You use the right term. There's a big gay community here."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I feel like yeah, the gay community, the gay community, meaning like gay men, lesbians, have definitely made a lot of progress mm-hmm. in society. You know, trans women, I would transgender people. Fuck no. I hate to say it; it's true. You know, i have I experienced it. You know, firsthand, being living two lives in one. You know, mm-hmm. like it's just it's a whole new ball game when you transition.
0: Explain, explain, because you know, I you know, I'm gonna be very honest with you. Like, the whole trans community was very fearful for me. Me, when I was coming up, so you know, one. I didn't start like talking to shorties until I was probably like 18, 18, 19. So in right. that world I'm like a late bloomer and um what I knew was walking down in Christopher Street the times that I went, I always seen a trans woman take a blade and cut somebody in the face all the time, or always fighting somebody. So I was very like turned off and didn't want to be friends, or even even if he was a drag queen. Queen, I was just like I don't want to be around anything that's not in the boys' club because in my fa- in my um my ignorant mind, being ignorant and not knowing that there's just different different people have different agendas was very much like, okay, if I hang out with this person, I might have to worry about getting cut in the face or sliced or whatever the case is, and I don't want to deal with that at all, or, so I kept to myself mostly, and if I did go to to the village with somebody, it will be one of my friends, like, my, my really good friends, you know? So, um, yes. me now, um, in this, in this, this age now where social media is super big, um, you have Pose, you have um, Netflix, you have everything to learn what's going down in the world. Ah. It was so enlight- enlightening. And at the end right. of it, yeah, at the end of the day, it's like people are people. And then you have to understand somebody's struggle. You know what I mean? I mean so it made me more um, empathetic to what was going on on it and, and and say fuck i made a friend you know what i mean right so yeah i
1: think it, it's hard it's hard in the beginning you know because I I, I I think everyone we you know this is what this is what pisses me off right because mm-hmm. like we are people are always so quick to dig up like shit from people and the like celebrities for instance right like mm-hmm. they they god forbid back in the day they said something homophobic or whatever mm-hmm. They bring that shit up from like 10 years ago. It's like, of course, 10 years ago, we were all, everybody was thinking differently. Mm-hmm. I had my own narrow-minded, ignorant opinions, you know what I mean, that I didn't know. Not maybe just about the trans community, the gay community, anything, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, we don't know any better until we get older and we start to explore and experience. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know... um, but you're not far off with that whole, with um, the idea of trans men in the village with knives. Because, I mean, I've seen that, too, growing up. Mm. You know, and I was only fucking 15 years old going to the village and shit. You know, and I would see trans men, like, out there. Like, it was it was bad. Like, just, you know, the, protecting themselves from people and shit. It was, it was shitty.
0: Yeah. The, or,
1: like, very angry. <laughs> very angry.
0: <laughs> Did you? you <laughs> I can't with you. Did you yourself, when was that point of I need to do this? Like this needs to be done. Like, because you just came out and said you was you was um in the village at 15 and you seen that, you was like, oh, mm uh-uh. So when was the point of all right, this is mm-hmm. this is re at the end of the day. I want my boobs done. I want to hear. I want to go through the hormones. I want to do this.
1: Fifteen years later, honey. <laughs> Fifteen fucking years later. Um, Because, like, I think when I, like, growing up, you know, my parents are Central American. Like, God forbid you would never talk about any alternative lifestyle or anything. Like, if I hope my mom forgives me for ever saying this. But I, like, the one day I got my ear pierced, my left earring. I got it pierced. As soon as she saw that thing, she fucking ripped it out.
0: Mm -hmm. Like,
1: and it fucking got infected. Mm -hmm. So like, any, any time that I ever thought, like my parents, my point was saying that my parents were just not having any type of like, external, you know, like BS happening with their kids. Like, you know, my parents wanted these like Christian children, you know, and all this stuff. And we never really had any room. To experiment, we never had room to like vocalize our thoughts. You know, we—I I was not born and raised in a house, in a home like that. And I know that that's like very common, you know, in a lot of people's homes, and that just happened to be my experience. Um, so I always shut out all of that from Mm -hmm. my brain, you know, like, and then, you know, I joined the military, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know, that was another way of me trying to just kind of push it all to the side, pretend like, you know, those thoughts were never there. I always knew there was something very different about me, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, but it wasn't until, you know, from the military, between the military when I was 18, I joined at 18, and then from 18 to 29, right? Like Mm -hmm. it just got worse and worse and worse. Like I started dressing up at home, and then I started feeling like a freak because I'm like, why am I hiding this? Why am I so afraid of people knowing that, I, you know, I'm like, I'm dr- I love looking at myself in the mirror this way,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and um, I was always afraid anybody would ever catch on to me. Um, it wasn't until my 30th birthday when I realized, and you know, I had already started growing my hair a few months before. I had already fucked up my eyebrows <laughs> a month before.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm like, I'm not going to get away. Like, I was doing everything in my power because I was so afraid. I was doing everything in my power to not have to transition, to feel like, you know what I mean? Yeah. To feel like maybe I'll get by like this. Maybe I'll just get by like this. Like, mm-hmm. And it was just like, no. Like, why am I lying to myself? I am so unhappy, you know, the way I look right now. Mm-hmm. After my 30th birthday, I saw my sister threw me a big party with all my friends. I looked at those pictures and I was like, "This is not how it's supposed to be. Like, this ain't it.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: this was before I, 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 I had went dressed in pants, a jacket, a blue shirt, like. And I'm like, fuck no! Like, this is not this. This is not it. Like, I'm 30 years old. I don't want to keep hiding anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm terrified to come out, but because I was afraid, like, people were gonna. Ridicule me, people were gonna judge me, and people were going to be hard on me. And it was just, I remember I tested my friend, he was like my big brother, he's from the Bronx. He now lives in San Francisco with his husband. Okay, I've known him for 10 years, and I said, Frankie, if anything, Frankie's the kind of person like he used to roll with like the trans men in the pier Like, he is I think a little over 40 now, so he like grew up in all that. You know, he's from the Bronx, he grew up in. You grew up seeing all of that. Yeah. So if there was anyone for me to reach out to that that night, I was like all dressed up too. By the way, in my apartment, just mm. like on tears, and I went, "Frankie, it was him." I was like, "Frankie, I am. I need to tell you something." And I told him, and he was like, "He's like, listen. He's like, this is what you need to do. Like, you need to go talk. He's like, and I mean this with lots of love. You know, like you need to go talk to a therapist, a gender identity therapist, and through there, you're going to." really understand you know what you're dealing with but he's like you're not the first person though you know that right he's like i know he's like i have friends who he started you know just telling me like i have friends who did transition you know i have friends who who you know eventually come to terms and, and eventually just transition and it's just like now they're living their best life mm-hmm. and um Yeah, I went to go see a gender identity therapist in Montclair, New Jersey, and he was fucking amazing. And through him, it was just like, I'm ready. I'm ready to start hormones, you know?
0: And
2: when
1: we started hormones, the day I picked up my hormones, I was so emotional. Mm. Like, I just, I was like emotional and like happy and just like ecstatic. Like, I couldn't wait, Mm. you know? I couldn't fucking wait. August 1st was my first day that I started Hormone Rebirth
0: therapy. Go ahead and remember those dates. <laughs> remember what those happened,
1: dates. What happened?
0: <laughs> I said, go ahead and remember those dates. Go ahead, date. Oh my
1: god, because it's like my birthday now. Like, fuck, like, April twenty nine. Like, I own being a tourist, but damn, August 1st is, like, when shit really started happening, you know? Mm. August 1st is when I felt like, okay, that person that I used to look at that was unhappy, you know, that person was unhappy. I used to fucking cry all the time by myself in my car Mm -hmm. just knowing that no matter what I did you know like I told you like I joined the military I went to college I got my degrees I got my fucking masters I got a nice car I got my own home and nothing was making me happy because I wasn't happy with myself you know what I mean like all those little things didn't matter that instant gratification meant nothing Mm -hmm. you know
0: what so what was it like before you're transitioning um with dating life like if you're unha- if you was unhappy with all these things that anybody who's able to get a degree have a good job all these accomplishments what is dating life now like are you like are you like um very closed off are you very secluded do you not want to talk to people like are you a super bitch are you quiet like what is that Dating now? No, no, no. Before the transition, when you was going through, when you was going through this, being unhappy with yourself.
1: I think, I think before dating, shit, dating before it was like you see, like it was almost like non-existent because I wasn't really doing it too often. You know, like I, I think, I you see, when I started, I would only date men that treated me a certain way um the last guy that i was dating he he had seen me in like women's clothes and i never seen i've never let another man
2: mm-hmm. not even
1: another gay man he had seen me in women's clothes at the time mm-hmm. you know because stereotypically speaking the BS, the bs that happens in the gay community it's Mask for mask, bullshit, blah, 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 mm. like God forbid, you know, like whatever,
0: yeah,
1: and um, but with with this guy, I remember, um I love that he was like so cool with me, you know, like being that way mm. um, until he broke my heart, but <laughs> it's fine, like
0: it's <laughs> always like that, it's <laughs> always like that.
1: Yeah, I mean it's cool. Me and him are super cool now too, though. He lives in the he lives in New York, so I love him.
0: That's my homeboy. Mm. He's like my homeboy now. <laughs> listen, it's it's always like that. So okay. that's interesting that you and say that. And listen again, I'm probably a part of the, the mastermind bullshit because I like rough people and <laughs> people. I really do. <laughs> like I like you, like that that little person who was jogging and jogging, um, aka this morning, um. Like <laughs> they were short, but they had that little oof, and it was like lit, and I I loved it. So I have a confession to tell you.
1: Okay, go ahead.
0: <laughs> so, just for people who didn't don't know, me and you met at Boxes, and we became friends from there, right? Yes, that was a fun night. Yes, that was a fun night. We got ni- we got nice and drunk, but <laughs> the crazy thing was I was uh, attracted to you. And everything, so I was like, I was like, oh, he's kind of hot. So then we start talking, and then as soon as you said, if anybody not know anything about me, I love military, I love that whole grunt, you know. So I was like, and once you said military, I was like, hey, friend. it's like, all right, you cute military, all right, that's what's up, boom, 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 and then. You know, I just see, you just know a vibe. So I was like, this is probably going to be my friend because I don't think that we're giving off that energy or whatever the case is, but I just know that I do want to be cool with them from there on, you know what I mean? Right, right. So it it was like such a funny thing. So had ever in that point of dating somebody, did you think in the back of your mind, that let's say you was with somebody for five plus years who was gay, and then have to say, I need to do this transition, and would you still be with me? Or have that ever has that ever ran through your mind before you transitioned?
1: Absolutely. Okay. That was another reason why he was like the last going back to that guy, he was like to me like the last, like the straw, you know, like because I'm like, there's no one in my head, like, listen, I, 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 I could be, I know I'm totally wrong when I say this. I'm, I can, I'm very, I'm wrong a lot of times. But this is just the way my brain thinks, okay? I'm speaking for myself here. Exactly. Not speaking for anyone
0: else. <laughs> and listen, listen, and this is what my audience is. We don't judge shit. We too busy listening know, and am, doing our thing. Say, I don't
1: speak for anyone else, but for myself, okay? There we go. I'm not speaking for no trans community, no gay community, nobody. I'm speaking for myself here. This is what I, this is what went through my head. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nobody's gonna, nobody, I was like, you know what, like, Maybe I won't have to, like, um, maybe I won't have to transition if this guy's cool with me. Like, but then again, like it was just it was like I knew that eventually I would have to. You okay. know, like I knew I have to do that. I was going I was going to be unhappy for the rest of my life if I did it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I unfortunately, you know, when I came out, this kills me. Like when I came out, about transitioning. And I was literally like in my first few months of it, you know, I had people reach out to me. And am um, never going to forget this one guy. Um, he is somebody that we hung around the very similar circles. Okay. And um, he came up to me and said, I'm so proud of you. And I'm like, Oh, thank you. you know, I appreciate it. Cause I kind of talked to you real quick. Like, Almost like you know, like distraught. I'm like, what's going on? This man is 50 years old. He has a history of being in. I'm not. He's a boxer. Like he is like super hyper, like masculine, married, children, everything. And then he's like, you know, he's like, I've been unhappy all my life. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, he's like, you know, I've I've always known that I wanted to transition. But I've just always been afraid. Mm. And now it's too late for me. You know? Mm -hmm. And when I see you, like I'm just so happy that, you know, you're able to live your life. And you have the balls to do something that I could have never done for myself. You know? And like I just almost felt bad because I know how that feels, you know. Like I know how he must feel, obviously, going through that, you know? Um, (laughs) that gender dysphoria. Mm -hmm. And um yeah but no like, yeah he's almost like 60 now so that's happened to me a few times
2: mm-hmm.
1: even like women that came up to me and they're just like you know you know I struggled with like they've like struggled with their own like you know aesthetics their breast. i yeah. like I don't, don't want to have my breast anymore and then when they have like spoken to actual um uh what do you call that professionals and in, in that in that field they've been like you know that's like a that's kind of like a gender situation there, right? Like if you have an issue with a part of your body, Body. you know, like there's just, you know, there's certain degrees to it, you know, Mm. that's another thing as well. I think a lot of people um, aren't aware that when you transition, everyone transitions differently. Yeah. Um, You know, some people um, choose to do operations that others don't. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, I mean, I can I can go off like on a tangent. <laughs> no, listen. I don't
2: want
0: to go off too much. I'm on a tangent. go off, friend. Go off, friend. <laughs> because it's a because at the end of the day, it, it is a, it's a learning curve, and like I said, my show is just my my podcast is ratchet. We talk about sex, we do whatever. But at the end of the day, I don't ever want anybody to leave out of here ignorant. I want them to be very informed. You know what I'm saying? And not you're not doing the whole community, but you're doing what you went through. Because your experience is definitely different from another girl's experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, when I hear a lot of um, trans- transgender women especially speak, they speak about um, having to prostitute themselves, having to do all these things to get stuff done, right? With you, it's... Uh, for the for the second time i would say is different for me because you had all these accomplishments and then you did this you know what i'm saying and it's not only a god blessing but i think that it's also an important thing to let other people who have this um mental capacity to say no you don't have to prostitute yourself to do this and you can do it at 30 you can turn around and establish yourself in your career and do this and save up money and know that there's insurance out there know that there's things to do you know what I mean instead of prostitute yourself or to hustle to to do this because that's what that in a lot of people's mind and what been de- depicted for a lot of ignorant people like myself with the trans community is, oh well, a lot of pe a, a lot of trans women are um they're prostitutes, automatically from the jump. Automatically. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. So. All the fucking time. Yeah. So it's it, it's sad. It's sad, and that that's also because, just like a straight boys club, gay world is also a a, a boys club itself that yeah, yeah. doesn't let people in their own let trans women in their in their club and also doesn't let a lot of trans men in their club but depending on uh like you said the um the passing you know what yeah. I'm saying or how much they carry a certain conversation or a certain vibe. So it's it's a lot of things it's a lot of things that we have to sit down there and look at, you know? Um Yeah, like but I do oh, I oh, sorry No, no, what happened? Go ahead. I
1: wanted to, like, you know, because the whole like sex work thing, I have absolutely nothing against sex workers. You know what I mean? Like, I, everybody makes their money. However, I'm not, I'm not here to count anyone's money, you know, or how they acquire their money. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, that's another, that's one thing that I think really got to me in the beginning, Mm -hmm. you know, when I, When I, like, you... Okay, so I obviously use dating apps. Whatever. Big fucking deal. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. like, I... I... I, It's the only safest... I have it on my profile that I'm transgender and I don't really need to have that fucking awkward conversation with people, which, you know, it helps. Mm -hmm. And, um... But when people see that, when men see that on there and they like trans women, I, you know, they're so quick to ask me, like, how much... Or like throw
2: yeah,
1: money okay. at me. I'm like, first of all, motherfucker, <laughs> I don't need your motherfucking money. I'm excited. You know what bitch.
2: I mean?
1: <laughs> what happened? <laughs> like it's insulting, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like like I I, I, I hate like i I'm not saying it's stigmatized, but I but I will say that, you know, it's just I wanna be able to change that, you know, just by Narrative. being open. You know, that's why I like to be visible. You know, people. I don't. I don't talk about it for myself. Like, "Ah, I'm a trans woman, and I look amazing, and I like am so gorgeous, and I want everybody to know.
0: But you are. Like,
1: I (laughs) talk about it because it helps me. Like, help other people for one. Like, it helps you know people open up that sure that 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 boxer has been holding that in for their entire life. You know, and never spoken to anyone about it.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And and then in the beginning for me, it was like being able to get people to see me that way, Mm -hmm. you know, and get comfortable with it. Cause it was really uncomfortable when I posted photos of myself in the beginning, Mm -hmm. you know, on social media, like in women's clothes and everything. Like I would get so nervous every time I made a post, but I'm like, I want everybody to just not accept me, but you know, to just kind of just say like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Like for no, me, it was a
0: comfort to, thing. Yeah, to to, to to know who you are in the inside, inside. Exactly. And not exactly. judge judge you past that. That you're still who you are, but be But in order for you to live your life in the most best way that you can, you have to sit down there and do what you you think is comfortable. Excuse me. Do what you know is comfortable for you. At the end of the day, because I think that's that's what happens with a lot of people, like. We, gay, straight, whatever, just as people, we so bu- we're so we so busy trying to live for other people and make other people happy, make it this person happy, make it that person happy, that we forget about ourselves and we lose our own identity. And when you lose your own identity, what happens? Suicidal rates, drinking, drugs, all that other stuff. And if you think about, about a lot of people who do drugs or, or, or commit suicide, they're not happy because of... Not having a lack of us acceptance, or just not being able to talk to somebody at the end of the day, you know. So I will definitely say, uh, say, give yourself a pat on the black, oh, on the black, on the back for that. On the back. On the black. On the black. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just give give yourself on the pat on of back because listen. You made it to thirty, and with all your accomplishments, and this is one of your accomplishments also. And for the next thirty years, I, you know, my friends call me and call me a Bruja and or Orisha because they're like, "Yo, you you told me this ten years ago, and look at me now, or whatever." But you'll be so surprised how much of an activist that you might be and be, you might become. And how much of a military activist. That's one of the, the best things. I mm-hmm, also wanted mm-hmm. to. um, Why I definitely want you. Because I also I look at you as someone. Who I'm really cool with. In, in social media. Someone who's um inspiring. Someone who. Can show. Young ladies and young men. This is. Listen I'm an accomplished figure. I'm someone who did this. I'm an activist whatever. And look at me i'm I'm doing my thing and i know that's not your big thing is trying to be like like a big poster board because that's not your personality you're just doing you and living you but i think without you realizing it it's gonna happen you know what i'm saying so yeah i mean i i
1: appreciate that you know um the reason why I do that also is because I've had people in my life, for instance, like Frankie, you know? Mm-hmm. Frankie is one of those people that he's very accomplished. The motherfucker has his degree in, like, computer science, you know, like, making all that money, living out living in San Francisco, married, you know, he had that... He created that role model type of life for me. And I remember looking up to him so much and just being like, I want to be just like you, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, I absolutely hope that at least by me being transparent and honest that I can, I'm able to, like, help the younger generations, you know, or even help people, like, my, our age or whatever, mm. try to understand, you know, and just be, like, okay, you know, Randy's someone who does, you know, have an education, so Randy is somebody who does, like, give a fuck about society, mm. you know, like, I did serve this country, you know, all these things that, you know, I'm just a regular fucking human being. That's mm. just you know, live in their fucking true selves. That's it, you know? We're not asking for, I mean, I'm not asking for anything special.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, I'm not asking for special treatment, you know? And um, I think that's what really gets to me about the way and the temperature of um, the world is right now. Mm-hmm. You know, like God, like you mentioned transgender. I was like, oh, you just want this. You just want that. Like, mm-hmm. you're still this and you're still that. It's just like, bro, I'm just talking about it just so that you know, like, first of all, motherfucker, you wouldn't have any fucking clue how to not set a damn thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just want you to be able to say, like, I don't give a fuck at the end of the day. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you are. You know, you're just a human being. You know, we all believe the same motherfucking way. Yeah, it doesn't matter, you know.
0: Well, I, I, there's two things I want to say. The first thing, well, probably three, but the first thing is no I gonna fuck with your ass because I, I i you know who i what i call you and call you now I call you um la femme nakira because you're a beautiful woman but you could still fuck shit up military okay so <laughs> I definitely know you are not you are no jokes of fucking shit up. so that's that's the first thing um the second thing I want to say is Going back to you talking about you know pictures on social media and stuff like that, I remember um, that whole that whole social media. You know, because you know I go back and forth on Facebook and look at stuff, and I was like, "Oh, there's all right, all right, there's we, there's Ree. there's re, <laughs> is changing. Like re got longer hair and he's looking a little all right, girl." I said, but Ree's still cute as shit. Like, all right. All right, Ri. Then I remember just out of nowhere, I happened to my notification pops up with you. And it's the last time that you, you did this page. And, and you wrote this long um, speech. And of course, I'm not going to remember for a verbatim. But you basically told the story of, look, this is what what it is. was going down with me? So forth and so on. And and I remember the picture. I remember the, it was a beautiful picture with glasses and everything beautiful. I was like, I was like, oh, who's it? I said, well, who the fuck is this? I was like, You're pretty. And I was like, wait a minute. And then I read it, and I'm like, wow. I was like, well, go ahead, friend. Do your thing. I think I think that's what I wrote. I said, go ahead, friend. Do your thing. I'm down for you. I support you. And at the end, at the end, as only you can close out, you was like, and if you were for me, then you. Ask um inbox me and ask me for my page. If you're not, then don't ask. And it was good knowing you, bye. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I just had to
2: be that way. Mm-hmm. It had to be that
1: way. Like, I knew... I knew that I just shed a bunch of fucking skin doing that. I knew that I'm going to have to fucking rebuild again, mm-hmm. you know? And not even like uh, that false confidence that I used to have, because it was all a front for a very long time, mm-hmm. you know, obviously. But I knew that now I was like, yo, I have to rebuild from scratch. And I have to be strong, you know, because I'm going to have days where I'm going to get people just, without even people wanting to hurt me. You know what I mean? I know that, there's more people out there with good intentions than bad intentions. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't live my life thinking the, the glass is half empty.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I do believe there's more good, pe- there's more good people out there than bad. But I knew that there was going to be a lot of, but what about this? And what about this? And all this stuff. And I, and there was going to be like a lot. And it was it overwhelming, was a lot, you know, and it was coming from all angles. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was like, like, oh my God, like, everybody just stopped to the point where I just wanted to isolate and not talk to nobody, regardless that, regardless of the fact that people just meant well,
2: mm-hmm. you know, but
1: for me, it was, like, too much. I'm like, yo, I'm still trying to figure this shit out. Like I said, I had no idea how to navigate any of this, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't have a trans woman in my life to so say, like, so what should I do, you know, like, I literally was just thinking to myself, and I was just, like, things that I read, and then I'm like, well, I don't really know if I want to do that or this, it was just. You know, so having to, like, me having that attitude of saying, like, yeah, if you're not for me, then leave. It had to be that way, mm-hmm. you know. And, and to be even more honest, like, I got into it with some family members prior to me moving down here. Um, And I had to shut them out, you know. what? For me, it was like, I cannot, I'm so vulnerable right now. Okay. Like, I'm so not fragile but definitely vulnerable Mm. like anything like i'm changing my entire infrastructure here with hormones Mm. you know so i'm like i'm changing everything it's not just the aesthetics part you know it's not just smooth skin Mm. (laughs) it's like the mental aspects you know and all that
2: yeah
1: and and now i'm dealing with more emotions you know because that's what fucking estrogen does it is what it is and i'm blocking testosterone and all these things you know and and I literally at the minute somebody tried to you know come at me a certain way, and I was sick with
0: Mhm. You got to go. Mhm. Well that's like 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 what was that like with the with dealing with the um the hormones like what was what what is that?
1: Oof. I just remember I remember that first the first few weeks were brutal. Mm -hmm. um i almost wanted to stop hormones um the reason why is because every single fucking day i tried to get out of bed it felt like i got hit by a fucking two by four like i was exhausted all the time Mm -hmm. um and then the whole emotional aspect my skin got worse before it got better by the way i broke the fuck out you know hormones affect everyone differently Mm -hmm. for me like that shit i had like pizza face For a few, for like a few months, looking back at some videos that I did make, I was like, oh my God, (laughs) damn, damn, bitch, you didn't even get on the clear cell or anything, (laughs) you just walked around like that, you didn't give a
0: fuck. So you was like a cocoon, you was like the cocoon, it was was like, ugh, the cocoon, and now it it flourished a butterfly. That
1: shit was crazy, yeah, and I went to the dermatologist, I remember that fucking bitch, I went to go see a dermatologist, and I was like, can you help me with my skin, she's like, well, you started taking hormones, what did you expect, I was like, "Bitch, you mad? I
0: gotta go." Okay, bye. <laughs> Seriously, she
1: was so fucking rude. She's in Teac.
0: Bitch. She's, she's where? Where is she? What happened? I said, "What dermatologist is in that?" So my 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 um my people know not to go to her.
1: <laughs> she's a fucking. She's in T-neck, I believe. I forgot her name. You see, she was so irrelevant and such a non-factor, bitch, that mm-hmm. I didn't remember her fucking name.
0: Uh okay, cause but yeah, don't you, go to her. You know, cause I cause, cause once you find out, text it to me so I could be shady and be like, Don't go to this bitch. <laughs>
2: no, she was nasty. She was fucking like she
1: really made me feel like, Well, that's what you get for fucking with your body. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She gave me that whole vibe. I'm like, girl, like you could have just been like, Well, let's try this, you know, and then see what happens. Mm-hmm. You know, rather than just like it's all your fault. Mm-hmm.
0: You shouldn't
1: be doing this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you know what? It's cool. My skin looks that-
1: good now, though. By the way, so she could suck
0: it. Listen, right? <laughs> and it is glowing. It is glowing. Um, Why thank you? It, it it's it's just so interesting how you can laugh about it now. You know what I'm saying? And you think about if you think about it and and recap about you know even when we finish this, um, and you recap and say, "Damn, this is how I felt at this time, but now I feel like this," and. Now I'm like mm. this now. You know what I mean? And oh yeah. Definitely, definitely. It's 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 a good mind bending and it's a good um time to think. Do you still go to a therapist?
1: Um so my gender identity therapist is in Montclair and New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And I'm here in Florida. I don't speak to him um as much. Mm-hmm. You know, I checked him. excuse me here and there, but I do, you know, to the VA. Okay. I have seen a therapist out here um but but again because of the whole rona situation you know it's been very hard to find people who are available and stuff and i'm very like i like face-to-face interaction yeah you know so i'm gonna go speak to a therapist i
0: i'm Um, very i will come out and just uh, on a positive note note on my end i would say seek back try to seek him back and instead of phone calling because ask him to do a Zoom, ask your old therapist to do a Zoom because now that is one of the big things now for business is Zoom and stuff. And if you had that connection with him, continue that connection because. Oh, I love him. Yeah, definitely. And especially if you really um, formed a bond with him. um Definitely sit down there and try to get back in contact with him and definitely sit down there and say, Listen, can we have a face to face? Because if you think about it, a Zoom is kinda basically a face to face.
1: Yeah, you're right. That's it. Um if actually you know what, I'm gonna throw out some resources. Can I do that? Because I did actually ask um my doctors if it would be okay just in case if you know any trans women hear this podcast and they're looking for is that okay for
0: me to no something? that's not a problem i love people when they do resources but before you do the, re- the resources we're just gonna take a quick intermission and then after that quick intermission then you could turn around and give the resources and everything thing okay okay so yeah yeah that intermission was lit so you know i had to get a drink you had to get get your your your, your, your um starbucks shot so we're good um, but before you we went to intermission, you definitely wanted to give, um, other trans men and women some, some sources, correct?
1: Yeah, some sources. Only because, and I, with permission, you know, I had, I had asked them prior to, because I, when I started, um, posting about this on my social media, on Instagram, um, which you might call it, I would have a lot of trans men reach out to me and ask me, who's your doctor? Like, who do you talk to and stuff? Mm-hmm. You know, and when they asked me that, I was more than happy to find out from my doctors if it would be okay if they were in the area, you know, if they could go see them or whatever. And my endocrinologist was like, Yeah, absolutely. So my endocrinologist in, actually, my endocrinologist, I lived in Jersey, but I'm, I'm crazy. Like I would drive an hour and a half to go see him in Pennsylvania. Okay. Um, his name is Dr. Peparcinos, he's amazing. Love him. Very easy to talk to.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Yeah, I had asked him if it was okay for me to, like, you know, throw his name out there if anyone, you know, needed help with their HR team. And he said, yeah, absolutely. And then my gender identity therapist, which I think that one's also really important because I think it's hard to find people that actually, you know, specialize in gender dysphoria.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, You know, anybody can sit and, like, talk to you about like, oh, I God, that, you know, compared to like, <laughs> like, um, yeah, I don't really feel comfortable in this body, you mm-hmm. know, um, his name is Doc Mr. Mahan in Montclair, NJ. He was such a sweet, sweet man. Um, go um, ahead,
0: Mahan. He
1: still be there. His practice still be there. Mr. Mahan. Yes. Phenomenal. Phenomenal man.
0: And those. Um, so yeah. And both that- of them. Uh uh-huh. hmm
1: great people. I've had an I had a great team and then Dr. Rockmore. Dr. Rockmore and his team in Albany New York, they're the ones that did my my uh, breast augmentation. Okay. And they're fucking great
2: too.
0: Now I am not a doctor or I am very you know what you brought me on to a lot of ignorant moments for me. What is a in, what's the first one? Inklingologist what?
1: Oh <laughs> An endocrinologist.
0: End- endocrinologist. Yeah. Okay. So
1: he, he distributes my my HRT to me, and
0: and HRT is what
1: checks, like I believe everyone's hormones levels, not just trans women. Okay. Um. But yeah, that's like a special doctor that you go to for for that. Um. So. Endocrinologists treat people who suffer from hormonal imbalances. Got it. Mm-hmm. Got yes. it. What so, right on the money. I thought maybe they did more than just hormones, but yeah.
0: Well, sometimes my voice gets a little high. So, you think you could work on that? Because sometimes mm-hmm. I, I need a little shot, like her.
1: <laughs> oh my God, you're funny. <laughs> Stop it. Uh-huh. No, are you going to shoot up testosterone? I'm
0: like, Stop. yeah, I need some more. Damn it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I wish, you know, that's another thing, like hormone. I used to first of all, if you would have asked me to do a podcast a year ago, I would have told you, fuck no. <laughs>
2: um,
1: only because for a long time I hated my voice. Hated, hated, hated it. Um I was like, Oh my god, it's too deep, it's not good enough, like I'm I i do not sound feminine enough. But the truth is, I didn't give up like Back then, I used to cry about that kind of stuff. Not cry, but I used to be like, "Oh my god! Like, I wish you can, you know, do something about that." I did go seek um, uh, speech therapy for it uh, mm-hmm. to two different people in the city. Um, phenomenal. It was just getting really expensive, so I took like a few tips here and there, and um, I just tweaked it a little bit from my previous voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? Every now and then, every now and then, sometimes people would be like. Would fuck fuck it up on the phone, mm-hmm. but at this point, like I don't really care. For the most part, I don't really, you know. And I'm worried about how this might sound, like oh, mm. on your podcast, how I'm gonna sound on your podcast. But at the same time, like I'm so over it. Like I don't even. I used to get so fucking hell about my voice. I swear, you have no idea. Like if a guy told me to get on the phone with him, I would like want to shit myself. <laughs> I swear, I'd be like, no, please, like, please don't get on the phone now. Fuck that. Now I video everybody.
0: I'm First like, of all, you want to talk on the phone? No, let's video. First of all, you're a Jersey girl, okay? <laughs> you you sound way feminine than the Italian bitches that I met in Jersey. That's okay, with a you cigarette. Are right. You're right, okay, <laughs> <laughs> so so don't even fucking worry about it. <laughs> like at the I end of the day, so. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, fuck. And, um, you know, and a second thing is you are not, and literally trust me when I say you're not the only person Mm -hmm. who has had complaints about worrying about their voice. It's such a weird thing. Like me Mm -hmm. myself, like when I was recording, I was like, I don't want to record this. I think I sound like a bitch. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this. Like, I'm good. I shouldn't podcast. And I was like, yo, fuck this shit. Let me just do me. Friends that I have um, interviewed prior to you, other people I have interviewed prior to you, had all, only reason they said they didn't really want to do the podcast with me was literally because of their voice. And I was like, bro, like, fuck it. This is, nobody knows who you are. Like, at the end yeah, of the day. right. They don't know who you are. This is anonymous. And this is one of the reasons why I made it anonymous. So you can feel as comfortable as you possibly can. So, yeah. So, oh,
1: that's true. I could talk about the 10-inch dicks I just took this week. And actually.
0: <laughs> we love hearing about that. Especially on this podcast.
1: He was He was no 10 inches. I was just kidding.
0: Listen. <laughs> friend, but was it good, though? That's the thing. You know what? I
1: don't really know if he's ever going to hear this one day. But if he does... I'm just
0: gonna say. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my shades? Where is my shades? Nice go. Where's my shades? Let me put the shades on, cause that yeah, was a you know shady what moment. Was,
1: you know what it was? Let's talk about these fucking chasers. Ooh, I'm so sick of these motherfuckers. I swear to God.
0: Give me. <laughs> let the people know what these chases are. What, what's the All right, chaser? we're
1: gonna use we're gonna use some vocabulary here to so get everyone like you know. Educate everybody on yes. this. trans chasers or that other word. Do you want to use that word? I don't really want to use that word, what, I fucking what, hate that word. Let's not use
0: it. What's the other word though? Just to know. Tranny. Okay. You know, yeah. so, before <laughs> we talk about trans chasers, <laughs> my other podcast where dude from the Bronx, old, older guy, and he said tranny, right? And it's so funny because before we started getting into the fun part of talking about trans ch- chases, it was like I didn't know how to feel about it because of knowing yourself and other people. And then he says, "Listen, I'm old." Always- yeah, 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 yeah. And he came out and he was like, he says, he's like forty something years old. He's like, I grew up in this. He said, we literally talked talk to trannies and said and called them, say hey trant and tranny or whatever. And Channies will call himself that. So for him, it's like this is a generation that's like new to him. And he's like, yo, it's just like we're cool. This is what we do. And it goes back to talking um about this show that I I think I told you about, which is called uh Tale of Two Cities. It's like a new version, right? On Netflix. And the it's a young black dude and the white guy that he's talking to, and they they're all in a room with other white white males. And they basically was like, yeah, the tranny. And the tranny, he was like, you mean the transgender woman? So they got upset with him because they're like, you're a young kid. I watched my friends die off of HIV. I mean, off for of AIDS and stuff like that. Right. And then you new kids come up with all these these things when you get to live your life the way you want on prep and stuff. How do you feel about that? Like, when... Like, looking at both sides of it, like... Do you feel it's very disrespectful?
1: Um, I... I don't. So, like... I... Okay, so the word tranny, like, okay... There's a few words that do bother me. Mm. Like... But not to the point where I'm gonna be, like... Picketing and shit. You know what I mean? Like, to me, it's just, like... Like, you don't see people... You don't see the media addressing trans people with like oh the tranny died the other day like on fucking 14th mm. street in new york city no they're not saying oh the ts got ran over in new jersey you know what i mean yeah. like they're not using that for ter- that terminology you know we're not like calling like straight people oh the heterosexual male you know like all these things It's just like to me it's just like listen this is this is just the this is just the terminology it's not that fucking hard it's not like we're it's not like asking for, like, again, like a special word here, it's just a transgender person. That's it. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, we'll eventually talk about the big disconnect between the gay community and the trans community. Mm. There's a lot of BS that happens between, you know, that between the LGBT community in general, Mm. you know? And, And I think, and I think that that is a conversation that a lot of the people in the LGBT community are very, hard to, are very afraid to have. Mm-hmm. The racism that occurs in the LGBT Definitely. community. I mean, I'm sure you know what the fuck I'm talking about. I do. Um, you know what I mean? Like, all this crap. So I'm not surprised that an older generation would feel like, I'm not going to change that word, and I'm used to saying it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They, call RuPaul on, they called RuPaul on it, though you know,
2: like Mm -hmm. on TV
1: for not for using that that terminology,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, we're not, they're not out there saying fucking NBC news or CNN or even Fox news one of the most like, you know, concerned. They're not fucking saying, Oh, that, that Gmail the other day got fucking murdered. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. No. Okay. This person's transgender or whatever, but I mean, Fox news would have other words for that, but that's, that goes, you know, to a whole nother level. Yeah. Um, so no, I mean, do, do I get offended by apps? I mean, it's just, to me, it's not even, it's not really, that's not really, sorry, it's not really about me, it's just more about, just trying to get other people on this on the on the same page, you know? So this other guy, actually, this one guy, right? Um, I had this conversation with him down here. I was the first, I guess, trans person he's ever spoken to. And he was like, he used the word tranny. And I said, it's actually Transgender. And he's like, What's the difference? He's like, It's a take on words. And I was like, So do you use the N word with an ER or the N word is with, you know what I mean? Like, you know, what's the difference? Yeah, it's a take on words, right? Exactly. And he got
0: offended. He got offended to, automatically. Yes, he got offended automatically, right? What happened? He got offended automatically, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. See? Absolutely. You know, so people are always like trying to find their, you know, people are always quick to try to back up their narrative rather than be open to hearing the other side. You know, that's why I feel like Americans in general drop the ball, mm. you know, but mm. that's, I guess i have like a whole other story, but yeah. Um, so that, that's pretty much what it is. You know, you don't, it's, it's, it's less of like getting offended or getting like more just of like, Hey, how about we just, work on better terminology.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? Not really so much of like, I can't believe you said that. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um. So, so you know, we, we, we just broke that down. So let's go back to this chaser you was about to talk about.
1: Oh, these motherfucking chasers. Okay, so... So, chasers. Oh, but you know what's another word? You know what's another abbreviation that pisses me off? I'm going to just stay here, too. Go ahead. Tell, tell us why you mad. Fucking TS. You want to know why I hate that abbreviation? And other trans women use it for themselves, too. And you know what? Use it for yourself. I don't give a fuck. But when a fucking guy asks me if I'm a TS, I'm like, no, bitch. I'm not your fucking Pornhub.com search, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> you're, not, you're not looking up fucking... TS, they're gonna find me under their asshole. Like, not me. You know what I mean? Like, I hate if if I, if a guy ever addresses me as a TS. I know that motherfucker jerks off a lot. You know, I know he's sitting at home, fucking, going through his little archive and shit, mm. but, masturbating a lot. Can't find a fucking TS out there. so He's on there masturbating. So, his brains out.
0: I will say this, and like you <laughs> said, it's for you. But when so like if I'm on Grinder or Jacked or whatever, and I'm just like you know looking through or whatever, I do see a lot of trans women come out and say TS 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 all the time so, all the time. And then and then on another note is like if I do happen to say oh she's pretty and just just to look just to be nosy, and see the um description tranny here to. If you pay to pay for whatever, so do you think that sometimes within ourselves or in our own community we allow people to just say what they want to say? Sometimes by how a we push huge up, huge
1: disservice. Okay, we do ourselves a huge disservice. Mm-hmm. I mean, for instance, lately I've been hearing. I, I met someone down here who said she's like, oh, I can't use the word gay anymore when I when I speak about gay men. I'm like, what? What is that supposed to mean? She's like, I have to use queer. I'm like, no. <laughs> I was like, homegirl, you try to call any of like my gay friends in the Northeast queer? they like, going who the fuck what you Who are you talking to?
0: Yeah. <laughs> who are you talking to, bitch? <laughs>
1: exactly. Exactly. You know, like uh, in general. Listen, but that the same can be said for every demographic out there. For Latinos, Black, mm. like White, everybody can like. W- there's so much disservice within their own demographics within their own community. Meaning the LGBT is no different. You mm. know, like
0: <laughs> it's true.
1: It's just, you know, like I feel. I feel too. Somebody here is gonna be like, why isn't that bitch addressing the LGBTQ plus A B C D E F G community? Because it's a lot
0: of goddamn letters, girl. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Like I. Th- I
1: and I'm not me ma- I'm not mocking them just saying like damn like I can't even fucking keep up. How the fuck are we expecting anyone else to keep up? You know what I mean? Mm. Like <laughs> but yes, we do ourselves a huge disservice.
0: Well, um I think cause your personality, um, compared to other people, well, other transgender women and men, like, when you watch dave chappelle and he actually talked about the lgbt he said the alphabet people right but of course he's (laughs) he's a comedian it's funny he's a comedian or if you look at family guy and they talk about you know brian sleeping with um uh a trans woman or whatever um it's funny it could come off something else but it comes off funny do you think sometimes people are a little bit sensitive now? Just pause on that before you even say anything about that. I watched a documentary where somebody was talking about Ace Ventura, right? And talking about other um shows that had to deal with transgender women, and uh, the transgender woman came out and said, you know, um. I was watching Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura was one of my favorite movies. I loved Ace Ventura, but then when it got to a, the point where um, you get to the end of the movie and you kiss, they kiss the um, the so called woman, right? And they turn her around. They put they pull her uh, skirt up, and it's supposedly a dick, right? It's supposed to be funny, right? And everybody starts throwing up, right? In her mind, she felt that. It was like, that's why people so-called hate trans women or try to hurt trans women because of what is put out there. Do you feel that that's like sensitive on certain people's opinions or is it like, you know, is it actually true?
1: It's all about the motherfucking execution.
0: You know what
2: I mean?
1: And you have to think about the intent you know when ace Ventura made that movie were they trying to offend the trans community like are we really gonna believe that Mm
2: -hmm. i don't think so Mm -hmm.
1: absolutely not i think at one point it was done in a lot of jest you know Mm -hmm. like all those things you know what really annoys me when so I love the show Friends. Like, mm-hmm. I'm addicted to Friends. Like, I watched every episode. That fucking show got me through a motherfucking depression many times. Mm-hmm. And people come out now saying, oh, my God, it's offensive. It's very transphobic, you know, because there are episodes where they also, you know, have their own. I can see the transphobic remarks. But it was like, they weren't, it's all about the intent for me. Like, they weren't trying to offend the gay community they weren't trying to offend the black community. They weren't trying to offend the trans community. It was done in motherfucking jest. like mm-hmm. you know. They, it's it wasn't done with malintent, mm-hmm. you know. Now, if you have fucking Fox trying to make a play about it, and, mm-hmm. and you know, you know damn well, like I'm sorry, you know what they're trying to do, what people are trying to do. For me, it's all about intent. So no, I don't. I don't think that Dave Chappelle has transphobia in him. I don't think a lot of these people, you know, have any type of um malicious intent behind their creativity or whatever it may be.
0: I, I I have to be honest, like for me, um when I watch comedy shows and stuff like that, I feel that they're the realest people and they bring um topics out that people are thinking and it makes you think and makes you really ask yourself questions, right? So like right. like like for me, when people made jokes like jokes about gay people and stuff, me being a gay man or whatever the case is, and I look at it, I'm like, that shit was funny as hell, because think about that or how would you act with that or whatever the case is. But it also shows that how people act ridiculous. Are ridiculous the way they act in, in certain things so right. co- comedians are telling you the truth through comedy and I think that's yeah. what comedy is supposed to be I I really feel that it's a lot of sensitivity and a lot of don't say this don't say that where it gets to the point of like what the fuck can I say yeah. right yeah.
1: right exactly like you feel like you have to walk on eggshells these days you know like (laughs) i'm so glad that we're having that conversation because i I feel the same way sometimes i'm just like i have found myself sometimes trying to have conversations with people that are 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 very not on the conservative side you know and and i have found myself being questioned for remnant by some things and i'm like what are you talking about like you know i i didn't mean anything by it you know like I mean, look at us. Like we're very outspoken. We say what we want to say, and we, you and I both know we don't say things with the intent of wanting to hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but people will probably listen to this and be like, "Okay, assholes, bitches." You know, like, yeah. what do you mean we're sensitive? You know, like too sensitive, and it's just like, <sighs> I don't know. It's just it's it's sometimes it's I guess like it's it's very hard to speak to people when they have these views that all you wanna do is hurt them. And that's not the fucking case. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's not the case. I think you're right. I think these artists, these everyone, like they bring out these topics, you know, that should be talked about. Mm-hmm. Um and and if you look at it, if we're gonna talk about oh my God, it's this is they they did some homophobic shit, some transphobic shit, or some racist shit we can say that about a lot of fucking sh- movies, TV shows. The black guy's always playing a hood rap, the white guy's always playing the all American hero. The Arab guy's always playing a terrorist. You know what I mean? It's always like some it's always like, damn, the gay guy's always gotta be extremely flamboyant.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it's like oh my god, where does it end?
0: Yeah. You it's, know? It's crazy. Um because like I said Donnie all the time, like bro, like like you know, my friends, like reason why I'm, I'm slowly writing my book, right? Is because of the experience of uh, like groups uh, a seven group of guys going on a trip. We're all masculine in our own way, but we all also show our feminine different feminine sides. Whether it's being femininely shady, whether it's having a shady um, look, a feminine look. Like if we roll our eyes or something like that. But it's funny because when we go on these vacations and they look at us, it's like, wow, those are some hot guys. No matter how different we are, they're hot. You know what I mean? And, you know, I I... When I write, I talk about everybody's character and how everybody's different. And I think so many people have depicted the, this community as being mm-hmm. so flamboyant or overly masculine when people don't know that there's different. There's two sides. You know what I mean? And like when I watched Noah's Ark, it was ahead of its time definitely. But the only thing that I couldn't fully relate to. Being a, new, a person from the East Coast who's a New Yorker was overly feminine all the time because that's not what I'm accustomed to and that's not what I'm used to. But people on the West Coast could, could understand it because some of them understand that that's Hollywood or that's that's the scene out there. So, you know, I think that people gravitate to what they understand in their life situations. Unfortunately, when they talk about gay in New York or or anything on the East Coast, it's always coming from the hood. Coming from the hood. I'm not coming from the hood, okay? Like I got hoodish ways. I might whoop your ass if you fuck with me, but I'm a college educated brother. I went to, to school, I did all these th- things, I am accomplished in my own right, you know what I'm saying, there's other things, like I went to different country countries, I've done these things, so don't put me in the box, you know what I mean, and I, it's it's still the same way when you, um, and I'm not saying all white people, but when you, like the other day, I, I was um, drinking in Hell's Kitchen I'm talking to to my friends who, one is a lawyer, one is, like, good in finance. I do what I do, and the guy is talking. But I'm, I call myself in any situation Tiffany Haddish from Girls Trip. That's me. Like, I'm that, bah! like, you know, fuck that. You know, so words that come out of my mouth comes out so-called, in, in parentheses, ghetto, right? Right. And then, now you try to attack my intelligence. And the guy came up, well, well, if you ever been out of the country, I said, well, which country are you talking about? Are you talking about Israel, Brazil? Are you talking about Barcelona? Are you talking about Colombia? Are you talking about Dominican Republic? Which country are you talking about? about? He looked at me. Oh, I've never been to Israel. I said you never been. It's an awesome place. Tel Aviv is literally the most, the most best place you can meet really good people who exercise and they're cool as hell. Oh, you've been there? I've been there, I've been there twice. Check that. Yes. Checkmate. Yes. Boom. 40, how they say? 40 love. Yes. I've
1: never even been to fucking Israel, motherfucker. that. <laughs> <laughs> I never I probably left the country Like three times I'm good Does that make me That's educated Maybe Sorry.
0: Son of a bitch they, But listen They, they would love They would love you body Because as soon as you Do a run on that thing They're gonna be looking At you like Who's this bitch Who's this bitch This is the This is the Latina, The Latina um, Wonder woman Over here Yeah, <laughs> <Honest. laughs>
1: <laughs> what a fucking douchebag, though. But I'm not surprised. That shit. That's not bullshit. People are so fucking stupid.
0: It, it's 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 it's. You know what? I think we face so many ignorant things, and we do. One of the things that I think that I want mostly, and it's as as this what this covert hasn't has to really let people open their minds more than anything else is that we are trying to make it. We're all on a grind. We're all trying to survive and we're all people and humans at the end of the fucking day. And, and no matter who it was is people are dying. You know what I mean? So if you haven't, if you're so based on something so dumb, like you haven't got got it yet, if you haven't realized the orange man doesn't really give a fuck about you, you don't get it, and if you don't go out there, especially, I could speak to my black community, my black community, um if you are so hell bent on masculinity femininity instead of i don't give a fuck if you are trans latino, trans white, trans trans black, um black white, spanish, i don't give a fuck about none of that, but we're going to work together on having having us i don't want to say fight the police, but educate the police and let them and show what What's being done isn't right. You know what I mean? So that's the most important thing. And it goes back to what you said about your ID. It makes me think. You know, it triggers something in my mind. Like, what if? And I hope to to God this never happens. But what if that situation where that ID and then that homophobia and then... Those situations of fighting back and stuff turns into mm-hmm. a deadly situation. Whether whether it's you, whether it's um a girl who who can't pass, whether it's a girl who who can pass but doesn't have their ID, is these things that we have to really understand and that we don't take advantage of. That we have to, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's so it's so important important for us to look. Uh, 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 look about a lot of things and how important a lot of things are like history repeats itself a lot and we, we want to try to stop it from repeating itself and want it to <laughs> further further us as human beings and as intellects you know yeah. so now you know mm-hmm. I don't
2: like this is
1: the thing that pisses me off about that fucking about the orange man because the orange man in my opinion, does not represent the right either. Mm -hmm. Like, he represents a group of people that are full of hatred, but they aren't necessarily all Republican. You know what I'm saying? Like, I believe there are more people out there that have more middle-of-the-road views, Mm -hmm. you know? But unfortunately... That does not create views on social media, on the news. That doesn't create, you know, waves. If there was a, you rarely, you you know what's so fucking funny? Like, if you, it's weird because it's like, you know, being, being in that industry, like I work in that industry, but whatever, like the media, mm-hmm. but I, you know, being working in that industry, like you always see like. The far sides always, like, this is, like, oh, my God, look what they're doing, you know? Like, oh, look what they're doing. Look, you and I are part of the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. But then, I mean, I have seen some things on that, like, from all around that side. I'm just, like, actually, the sign working men on, on the road does not bother me. So I don't understand. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? Like, like little things like that. Like, did you hear about that? like I didn't. Did you? Well, like if those like uh, the manhole, like you know, people freaking out about something being called a manhole.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what
1: a manhole is. Explain,
0: a- a- explain some obvious because they they're probably ignorant to the fact. So
1: there's like been, a, so there's been, um, there's been a few reports of the LGBT community has become very upset or about the. Um, the gender uh the gender identifying objects in uh the roads or in the world you know so why is this called a, a manhole why is it not called a womanhole? the manhole meaning what? the fucking things you find in the road you know what i mean and uh-huh and so i guess the fact that it's called a manhole like people get there's probably there's people in the lgbt community that are upset about it and i'm just like I'm not mad about no damn hole oh, I'm not about no fucking hole You know It's always the extreme is what I'm, my point It's always the motherfucking extreme You oh, know
0: Who gives the, a fuck Who cares like, You
1: rarely hear stories You hear every now and then A story mm-hmm. of like the community working together
2: mm-hmm.
1: No they're not going to be talking about that No one's going to want to talk about that Because that shit, that, that shit does not sell mm-hmm. Think about reality TV If they were fucking sitting there kumbayaing all day, you think people are gonna sit around and watch? No. Fuck no. Fuck no. That's not entertaining.
0: That's why they watch. Media gets it. That's everyone
1: fucking gets it. That's why they're only posting the worst shit on every side. Mm -hmm. They're not posting people fucking holding hands and you know drinking horchata Mm -hmm. at five p.m. at a Mexican restaurant and having tacos. No. They're all fucking. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and no, and you're you're fucking right. Cause when I talking about um, talking about uh, Israel, when I was ready to go to Israel, I had so many people. Don't go there. They're gonna blow shit up. They're gonna blow you up. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, so me being the crazy Aries that I am, I said, Well, fuck, I'm gonna die somehow. I was <laughs> like. I'm gonna die in New York by a gunshot. Why not? Why not go big and go home with the bomb? So they was like, "Yo, you're fucked up."
1: It's such fucking bullshit. But, it really is.
0: But the funny thing about life is, I'll never forget when I was in Bar um, Israel. Awesome time. Didn't have to worry about none of that. When I was in Barcelona, um, I was there when the terror attack happened, and. I literally remember it. I was getting off the train. I was walking down. And all I see is people running. And then I looked at the lady I said, ¿Qué pasó? Like, mira. So she was like, she came out she told me in his man, She was just like, the, the car ran into something. The car ran into something. They're hitting people or whatever. It's a terror attack or something. So I was like, oh, okay. Wait, you
1: were there for that? Yes. Oh, my God. Uh... I was
0: there. And I'll never forget being a New Yorker and dealing with those attacks and, and stuff like that. You automatically know what to do. So it was automatically take your ass on the train before they cut the trains off. I went all the way back to um, my people. We went back to where we need to go. They said, what happened? I said, there's supposedly a terror attack what the fuck are we going to do? They was like, well, what do you think we should do? I said, bitch, we're going to go out and we're going to go party. Because I didn't waste my goddamn money to come up here to be stuck somewhere. And we went right over the stitches, Drove out the stitches to the beach and made sure we had an amazing time. Because I was not going to let a terror attack or whatever it was fuck my world up on vacation. Right. But it's little. it, it's, it shows little... It shows ignorance because you automatically assume Israel is going to be the bomb place. But damn it, you go to Barcelona and you would never think that you have to worry about that there, you know? So, it's just, it's so fucking crazy. It's so crazy. That
1: bullshit can happen anywhere. Same shit happened with me. Um, I went to Istanbul. They mm-hmm. were having, they, that year, it was 2016. They literally had a bomb. In the international side of the airport. Remember that? Like, yes. a bunch of people got killed? Like, 40 yes. people got killed? Yes. So, they had that in like springtime. And then the coup happened mm-hmm. right after in Turkey, in Istanbul. Everybody was, t- that was my fucking gift to myself. Though I had already bought everything in a bomb ass hotel. Like, it was a solo trip by myself. Mm-hmm. And everybody was on me, like, don't go, you're gonna die. I'm like, bitch, I went to fucking Iraq. Like, if I fucking die, if I was meant to have that, I could have died out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're all going to die. It's not going to be up to us to choose that. Like, you know? So like you said, if I'm going to die, I'm going to fucking, I might as well live my life enjoying it. And then whatever happens, happens. That's out of our control. That's the only thing in life that we can't control is our death.
0: Definitely. You know? Definitely but i but i i i'm going to i told myself that what i'm going to do because 2020 has been so many deaths and i said fuck i'm going to have to figure out where i'm going to put the these condoms and these fucking por- not the pornos really but the the flashlights and shit condoms and flashlights and, and and little nasty shit that i have in the house i'm going to have to i'm going have to have to have a really good best friend to take a key and be like okay, okay we got to go to your house before your family get there because it's going to be a turn up. You're going to be
1: dead, though. Who the fuck is going to get?
0: I know, but then my funeral's going to come. I think I'm going to come back from my funeral and see what and what happened and see what how people acted and stuff like that. So, just saying.
1: I, I have a picture of myself in some lingerie that I want everyone to post up at my funeral and my open casket. <laughs>
0: With your titties, right? You'd be like, just show the titties. Yeah, my
1: titties are beautifully out. Those bitches, these bitches are going to be out. I don't my <laughs> nipples. I got some pretty-ass nipples. I can't help
0: it. Yeah. Bloop. <laughs> yes, you do. I'm just saying. You do, friend. You do. Um, what is... Funny. What it's is... Crazy. Um, I have met, like you know,
2: met like, a couple of
0: guys down here. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and I'm like, you're not going to kill me, are you? Like, me being stupid. They'll never... Like, they can't... They I don't... I would never... Just for the record, like, I'm not going down without a fight. Yeah. Right? We can still carry her, too.
0: But anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm
1: like, listen, motherfucker. If you're going to attack me, if you're going to try and shoot me, just do me a favor. Don't fucking shoot my face because I want an open casket. And, like, this is, like, my moneymaker. And I want my family to at least see my face. You Mm. know, my open casket. My funeral.
0: So, that you're (laughs) an asshole to the third power. I was going to, that was leading into my next question of what is dating life like now? Like, what is the whole, what is, what is that life? Like, are they still assholes? Like, are, are men assholes? Do you get gay men? Do you get straight men? Like, what type of guys do you get? Are there special apps? Like, people want to know.
1: You know, we actually never even finished talking about the chasers.
0: Oh fuck! We went on a tangent. We did. The, we did. Okay, so category. so so let's go on chasers and then bleed into that.
1: So finish with the chasers. all this about because we mentioned assholes. The first thing I think about, the first thing that I think about when I hear assholes are chasers. Okay. The reason why chasers are fucking assholes is because, for example, I have on my profile, like on a profile. I'm transgender. Actually, you know what? Even on Instagram, this shit fucking happens. Mm -hmm. I have on my, you know, on Instagram, I'm transgender. I get many DMs from a bunch of men. You know? I can point out a chaser in a few ways. A chaser is someone who fetishizes trans women who has a thing for chicks with fucking dicks. Let's put it out there. Okay. For chicks with fucking dicks. You know? These are guys... That just love getting off on that kind of. There's a big like the porn industry is like raving about. It. You know, it's like mm. probably the most watched porn apparently out there. Okay. Um, I mean, if you haven't seen it, it's pretty fucking good. The women there are gorgeous. I, but anyway, that's beside the point.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna be very honest with you. This looks look real good. Look, I'm gonna be very honest with you. That has that's not one of my fetishes. I don't want to see titties and dicks and dicks unless no, that's no. <laughs> But I will come out and say all power to into it. I all power Well,
1: there's a straight the straight men I guess, or so whatever you know, whatever identifying men they are. That's a whole nother fucking conversation to that. I I'm like, I need so I need one of y'all to like speak up. Mm. Because because mm-hmm. if y'all if one of you speak up, then everybody else can try to understand you. Because I can't speak for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like
2: mm-hmm.
1: but anyway. Um so yeah, so trans are just guys who hit me up or just like right away straight up ask me are you pre or are you post-op meaning do i still have it or do i not did i okay. get the surgery or did not get the surgery okay once those questions come up or they're asking me if i'm a top or a bottom right away i'm like Motherfucker, i know why you're here and i'm not here to help you with that i'm sorry okay you know my sex drive has completely changed mm. you know i don't think I don't think with my other head anymore. Okay, You know what I mean? Like, I'm not driven by that. I'm just not. It just happens with um, hormones, at least for me, speaking mm. again for myself. My hormones, I still definitely have a sex drive. I'm not approved. I love sex. I love dick, mm. you know? That doesn't mean I'm going to go ride every fucking hot guy that hits me up. Mm. I don't get a kick out of turning these guys down either. Yeah, You know, I wish some of these guys were a lot sweeter, but they're not. Mm-hmm. You know, these guys just come at me with this, like, show me your dick. Like, let me know about you. Like, they'll, once they once it go straight to the fucking genitals,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'm like, you need to get the fuck out of my inbox. Because even though I'm not looking for something serious,
2: mm-hmm. it does not
1: mean that I want unsolicited dick pics in my fucking DMs. Okay. You know, like, I'm sorry. That, to me, is just disgusting.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I... I like a good dick pic from somebody I probably already slept with. Mm. You know, that's nice. But some nasty motherfucker, I don't even know how fucked they are. Like, I don't care if you got these fucking muscular, this muscular body with this hot, with these hot ass abs, or you're like a fucking Adonis. Like, that's nice, buddy. Like, but do you, where's your personality? Like, Mm -hmm. this is all you have to offer me? Mm -hmm. Because if you're just looking to get off with a trans woman, I know some highly paid ones on the internet that you can go, like, you know, reach out to, but you're not gonna, you're not gonna get that shit for free for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so that's like a, the, the, that's a trans chaser. They're just obnoxious men who have fetishes, who fetishize trans women. You know, they like women, all kinds of women.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, but yeah, that, that, that to me has just been very obnoxious. Um, Dating, dating in general, though, has been a little difficult um, in the sense that I, I guess, okay, so I have to speak about how when I first started transitioning, it was, when I first started transitioning, it was, you know, there's that period where I was very uncomfortable. Okay. Meaning like, oh, we know, like, that that is, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's insecure. We know that person is just starting their transition, you know what okay. I mean? Like, oh, they could tell you know? Mm-hmm. So it was like, it was like, people knew. I didn't have to, ex- you know, explain or whatever. So I guess in that sense, being, not being possible is kind of, like, nice because mm-hmm. you don't have to deal with the uncomfortable conversation of having to, like, out yourself to every motherfucker that you're, like, attracted to or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Um, But that has been so fucking horrible like if I meet somebody out and you know I have disclosed if I'm interested I only disclose it if I'm interested I'm not going around like announcing it to everybody like I gotta be into you like you know what I mean I don't just a guy hits on me and I'm like I'm trans no it's like a guy hits on me am I feeling him am I not feeling him okay you know Um, and if I'm really not feeling him I'm hoping that the whole trans thing really does turn him away from me
0: Seriously,
1: (laughs) Seriously, I'm like, I have you know, I have an extra of something. Maybe you're not interested Mm -hmm. because I'm gonna want you down there, okay? And if you're not gonna plan on doing that, then get away from me. Mm -hmm. Um, because who doesn't love a good fucking blowjob? Mm -hmm. But anyway,
0: (laughs) I love because I do, I love a blowjob. (laughs) You could listen sometimes, I will pass up sex just to get head from the oh, just like go ahead.
1: Head is amazing, but um, but now having to have that conversation when coming out, you know, um I have unfortunately me had to deal with men that have just been kind of like you know that's not for me, like down here more. Mm. In New Jersey, it wasn't an issue, which is so fucking crazy. In New Jersey, it wasn't.
0: You know, you know what's the funny thing about Jersey, friend? I, you know, I'm not going to get your city, but. Jersey is known for fucking around with with trans prostitutes. Jersey is good for coming up to New York and doing <laughs> some nasty ass shit and then going back home to Becky and um and Karen. <laughs>
1: it's true though. Listen, you know what? I'm gonna say something. Jersey boys, I miss some. They the guys out here are I don't want to say anything too bad because what if, like, I end up meeting, like, you know, my future husband here, like, Florida men are garbage. Then they
0: don't. I will just, they <laughs> don't know. They they don't know you, who you are because you're re.
1: I'm just gonna say that you know, there's a lot of um, a lot of disconnect between me and men in Florida. That's all I'm gonna say.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> they
1: just, you know, it's just very different. That's I, like my favorite way of thinking. You know
0: what? I, what I will say, I, I I will come out and say is that. <sighs> The Florida people for right now are a little bit of a disconnect, but the way it's going, because I've been meeting a lot of people who are from who are in Florida but from New York. So I think that you're gonna get somebody who has a a different um attitude that lives in Florida. Do it The funny thing? Yeah, <laughs> the
2: funny thing is that like the guys that I have like
1: had like a good conversation with or whatever bullshit with have all been like oh yeah i just got that from new york three years ago and i'm like of course you did of course because you're not from here you know mm. it's always like the transplants, did you the northeast too because i met like some some really nice guys from like massachusetts maine you know mm-hmm. so but i mean like down here it's just like i said it's just a whole different a whole different a lot of a lot of flakiness yeah You know, in Jersey, it was great. In Jersey, it was like, hey, you free? Want to hang out? Sure. I want to do this? Sure. They came through. You know, it wasn't like no pressure, nothing. Here, it's like, I want to get married. I'm like, motherfucker, I don't even know you. you. (laughs) Know (laughs) you. Why are you trying to get married? Like, this is your motherfucking problem. This is why y'all end up divorced two years from now, because you marry somebody you don't even know. All you care about is the aesthetic, right? Mm-hmm. They see something nice. They see somebody beautiful. They see a handsome person, whatever. That's all they see. They want some nice arm candy. But, like, for all they know, that motherfucker could be a psycho. That motherfucker could fuck your shit up. That bitch could fucking slice your face. Fi- you know what I mean? Like,
0: mm-hmm. And you're not the only one that said that. Like, it's so crazy. You're not the only one that said that. I hear that a lot about Florida. About It's all about the look. It's all about the look. It's all about the look. There's no convo, there's no, or there's convo, but you're just pretty. And I'm just like, well. There's no depth. There's no
1: depth. They don't even care to know, like, nothing about you. It's just like, wow, you look good. And I've never seen anyone like you. And I like the way you speak. And I like how you're straightforward. Like, I was trying to talk to this one guy. He was from here. He's from Louisiana, but he was from here. Mm, Let's just say that. I got it. I like, like he was just agreeing with me when everything, I'm like, bro, do you speak? Like, do you have anything else to say but say true? Like, I don't need you to agree with me. In fact, can you not agree with me for like two seconds? Can you give an opinion? Do you have anything to say besides true? Like you're not going to get with me by just agreeing with me either. Give me something to work with here. Like, enlighten me. Have a conversation with me.
0: (laughs) She got that off her chest.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Jerry, if you're hearing this,
0: yeah. (laughs) The shade. The shade.
1: I'm talking about you. Probably not going to talk to you ever again, though. I cut you off two days ago.
0: (laughs) What? We have ten minutes. We we, We have nine minutes left. So, if you had to say your perfect guy, who was your perfect, what was your perfect guy and what's your type?
1: My perfect guy, okay, so apparently my perfect guy looks like, the only reason I came to this conclusion, I know you said have nine minutes, but the only reason why I came to this conclusion was because I was getting my hair done, down here, and um, I had showed just maybe, like, a couple pictures of, like, you know, what my perfect, what kind of guys I'm attracted to. Not guys I hooked up with, because we don't kiss and tell out here. Mm -hmm. But guys that I'm, you know, that I found attractive online. And so (laughs) my, so my hairstylist was, like, these guys all look like they've been to jail. They all look like they're and they've been to jail they all work out and yeah, they might look like they have felonies, and some of them probably do. I'm sure. (laughs) And that's kind of hot to me. (laughs) I don't like pretty boys. I don't know why. Like I'm not about that pretty boy life. Like you're cute, but you're way too like, listen, if you're going to take longer than me to get ready, I don't want to.
0: Thank you friend. So I feel kind of the same way. I'm like, listen, I think that's the thing about the whole military thing. That's why I was attracted to it. Because it's like, look, I just need the bare necessities, do what I need to do, and go about my motherfucking business. But still, still you if you could put on sweats and a and a shirt and just go about your business and still look hot, that's hot to me. That means when you're getting it's time for you to get dress, dressed. I'm like, I am going to have sex with you at this party, like, dead serious. Yeah. Like, it's such a hot thing. You know, the bare necessities and just doing the bare minimum is always been a hot thing, thing to me. Mm-hmm. And I think because I look at what I was raised around and just knowing that when it's time to handle business, you know how to handle business, you don't get, like... Like so frustrated when it's time because I look at things when if I died to if I had a kid with somebody and I died today or tomorrow and I need you to take care of shit you're not worried about well how how do I look today or oh or, or like when you when you see what's what's those di- the 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 fucking reality show that was on. A list and all that other shit. Oh, I need Botox today. Why I don't wanna deal with none of that. So I think oh, the that's A list. Yes. I remember that show. Yes. I don't want to have to deal with that stupid bullshit. Like ugh. So that's what that is. Like, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um speaking of kids, would you wanna have have kids in the future?
1: Yes. I I, I would like to have a child in the future. Mm -hmm. Um I would like to have a child in the future so I can raise them to be to have another human being like myself out Mm -hmm. there. You know, like I've always been curious to know like what it would be like to raise a child. But then I'm not saying I'm not saying a dog is like a child at all. That's my baby. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: But, you know, like I I don't know that whole like departure mm-hmm. aspect of it really fucks me up. The thought of it, like I don't even know why I'm even thinking about that. You know, when yeah. it's like that—that that would be years from now. But I always think like about the future and just like how would that make me feel and shit. But um, no, I mean it would be nice to have a kid and and raise them and take care of them and do things with them, like go on adventures and stuff. Mm-hmm. Be a parent, you know. Like I feel like I'd be a badass fucking mom.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. be like go ahead suck a mom my mom is beautiful and she just fucked your mom up <laughs> but,
1: but at the same time like I don't know you know would, it, would I love to absolutely would it be with um, you know I, I struggle with the idea when I do it with myself would it, you know it, would that be selfish of me and all those thoughts go through my head for sure you know because I don't really know if I'll ever find somebody that I, I'm a very I, Listen, I'm very complex. I'm a complex human being in the sense that, listen, I I, I get text messages all the time to hang out. I like my alone time. Mm-hmm. I love my alone time. I can still be depressed, and I still enjoy being alone. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I don't like. I just I like sitting with myself. I think that's great. I think that's healthy. Mm-hmm. I I feel when people can't do that, when people have a hard time, you know being alone, being single, and they jump from relationship to relationship, I think that's horrible. Like, you can't sit with yourself for five motherfucking minutes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That says a lot about you. You got to get, you have to get that checked because if you're jumping from relationship to relationship, that's not
0: their problem.
1: That's something about you that you are not fixing, that you can't seem to stay in relationship, you know? Mm -hmm. I own my shit. I'm single for a reason. I could be in a relationship right now if I want to. Mm. I, hands down. I just I just don't I know myself. I know myself way too well right now that I I'm very selfish with my time. I, you know?
0: I I totally agree with that because like like with me right now, it's I want to be with somebody, but I wanna make sure that if we're together, like we're gonna enjoy each other. And you know what irritates me. I know what irritates you. I'm not trying to jump into anything with you. Like, I want to make sure ensure that all hands are on deck that you're going to be the 10 plus years from now. It's not going to be after five years. I wasted five years to 10 years of my life. Now I'm 40-something years old and you talking about leaving. No, we're not doing that because you're going to be here. All right? Right. And that's what it is. Um. Yeah. So, I, I, I completely understand. What would you want? Would you like a boy or a girl, if you could? Or you don't give a fuck? I really don't care,
1: as long as the baby's healthy. You know, I, I could see myself raising
0: a boy or a girl. Mm-hmm.
1: I consider myself a motherfucking hybrid at the end of the day.
0: Go ahead. <laughs> Listen, go ahead, um, what is it? Underworld. Yes, Underworld. <laughs> give me hybrid. I'm saying,
1: I do, I do, I do. I'm like, you know what I was like damn I really am the best of both worlds huh
0: listen <laughs> you know what you're gonna make me act stupid category is hybrid <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's my shit I swear to god people are like are you are you male female trans women what are I'm like I'm a motherfucking hybrid if I could put hybrid on my ID I motherfucking would I swear to god
0: I love it though. if I
1: could if I could make my own category be hybrid Yeah. I like that
0: shit yes <laughs> Um, you know what? It's always a pleasure. It's just, like, we have so much good talk time, and is there anything in this last one minute that you would want to say to the people?
1: Fucking be kind to one another. That's it, you know? Just be open, honest, transparent. If we had more of that in the world, there'd be a lot more peace, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. It would be closer to that. Um, but that's... that's. All. I mean... No, that's it. That's all I have. I mean, this has been so much fun. I'm happy. I had a lot of... I had such a great
0: time. I'm happy. I'm happy that you have fun. And definitely... You know... With your skills... If you... Do have somebody who... Who... Is a... A, a male that's into trans men, um Women and... Um, men or whatever... They're into please definitely let me know so we can talk about that stuff you know because there's always those questions and always things that you know people want to question and talk about you know um i really appreciate your time i appreciate you making the time for me and now it's time for us to go because not only do i need to get this hair braided because you know i'm looking like orphan annie it's time to go so this is mr big mouth